I really be looking like what I be going through. I never be one of them bitches to be like, oh, I can make it look good. No, bitch. I make it look terrible. Why I think I'm on here looking a mess? I be going through shit. I never will understand people putting on a good front. No, you're going to know I'm miserable and you're going to feel it too. I want to bring down the whole room. I want, I want everybody to feel this negativity. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from a pumpkin patch, I'm Doyen. Mm, it's <laughs> pumpkin patch time. Yeah. Let me tell you, I don't like going to the pumpkin patch. Do you like it? I do not. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's always a bunch of little kids running around. and <laughs> I want to do an adult... I don't know if I want to do adult fall festival. I want to do adult pumpkin patch with a maze and I don't know. All the fun things of a fall festival without the children. My uh, my granny was still in the classroom when I was an undergrad at State. She was still teaching. And when it was time for her kids to go to the pumpkin patch, she had me sub for her and mm -hmm. take her class and it was not fun. <laughs> no, especially if you had to put kids in a maze. They're they already don't know where they're going. I was so scared I was gonna lose somebody's kid. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I just I have flashbacks all the time. <laughs> Even if I had my own kid, I would still be afraid of losing somebody's kid <laughs> you know what i did have you i take that back i had a good time taking my nieces so maybe it is okay with my own kid but like other people's kids it was not fun <laughs> and they were all touching me and everybody wanted me to write their name on their pumpkin and i'm like one at a time <laughs> yeah. oh anywho what's going on with you doyan and what are you drinking um, I just got my Hungry Root box today. I'm excited because I've been on cooking hiatus for a week. Um, okay. I was supposed to eat the rest of the foods, but really I just door dashed my life away. So now <laughs> I have order back in my life and I'm going to cook after this podcast. Um, otherwise, I'm going home to Mississippi to say goodbye to my childhood home. And, and my Mississippi chapter for the most part. And I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about it. We'll yeah. figure it out. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just chilling. So what I made today, um, I was texting Chris earlier. I was like, I don't know what I want to drink. And she's like, I'm going to drink whatever I got. And somehow the whole you got alcohol at home trick didn't work with me today. <laughs> so... I decided I wanted to make a maple old-fashioned. So you know what? I did not have whiskey or maple syrup. So I went to a liquor store. Liquor stores apparently don't have maple syrup. But you know what was around the corner? Trader Joe's. and that's I was I about bought. to say Target. No. <laughs> uh, well, around the corner from the big liquor store is Trader Joe's. And so <laughs> I bought my bougie Trader Joe's Vermont syrup and made an old-fashioned out of it. And now okay. I'm excited because it's like, really, all you need is like some kind of syrup to swap for sugar to make an old fashioned. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to get all kinds of flavors and see what my favorite <laughs> variation of an old fashioned is. It's, it's that great. time. It's that time 
you know, for the cozy drinks. Of course, it's been really cool today. It was really cool yesterday. It's supposed to be hot as hell tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I just, and it's not like, um, it, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm a Mississippi girl. I know this is what happens. Mm-hmm. It's still annoying. <laughs> yeah. I think the high today was 81, which I guess oh. I should check the weather for Mississippi. Oh, it's going to be warm this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it has been relatively cool. But this is a time of year where it's just really confusing how to dress, especially like yesterday I tried to go to work. And so I had a long sleeve shirt and I was like, I'm going to burn up. Forgot that they freeze us in the office. Uh So I was perfectly fine. Um, But my allergies were just being super annoying. So I went back home because I didn't want to sneeze and blow my nose over everybody there. Even though it was just two of us. But (laughs) so So y'all are starting to work your way back into the office. No, um, Uh we started like in June slash July. And then we halted because, you know, COVID, Delta variant. So I requested to be on that, like, return list, the June-July return list, like, in September. Because our VPN sucks. And sometimes I just need to get work done without having to jump over that hurdle in addition to everything else. Which, I mean, VPN is good. It's good for security. But at the same time, it slows down our computers and all of our processes. So, yeah. I just okay. wanted access to the office if I need it. So. Okay. Um. Well, <sighs> let me pause for a second. Insert secession theme music. <music> secession is back and this is what is bringing me joy. <laughs> yes 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 um the roys are back and i think i spent the whole episode grinning so i'm probably gonna have to go back and rewatch it <laughs> um and that's really pretty much all i've been doing i've watched a little bit more of ted lasso still haven't finished season two taking my time um i started season two of c on apple tv Mm-hmm. Um, taking my time on that one too, and that's about it. Um, go ahead. Um, do you watch you? I do, but I have not started the new season. Yeah, so I, I knew I didn't finish the second season because I was disappointed, but apparently he didn't do it. <laughs> so, um, I started season three of you. We also have been watching um Why Women Kill on paramount right cbs and i really like the first season the third season is growing on i mean the second season is growing on me but it's a really cool show and then i was told to watch some wonder years because the remake is of a black family yes i've been meaning to i have it but i've been meaning to yeah and i think it's based in dallas so just interesting to see like what 60s black dallas looks like and I vaguely remember the original Wonder Years, like vaguely. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really watched it, but it was probably just on in the house. That was a yeah. long time ago. It was like um, a Nick at Night watch for me, which means I was falling asleep when it was on. So, <laughs> um, 
So, <laughs> I would say that tonight's drink was a gift, but it wasn't given to me. But if you leave it at my house, then it's for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> my mom left this at my house. And <laughs> it is some very cheap Carlos Rossi watermelon uh sangria (laughs) i don't know why i forgot the word sangria but you know what it is not painfully sweet like i i was like the reason why i haven't touched it because it's been here for a while the reason why i haven't touched it is because i thought it was like just painfully sweet like come on watermelon sangria but it's not like it's not bad at all i mean don't get me wrong it's juicy (laughs) it's definitely some juice but it's not it's not painfully sweet so now it's a vintage because it's been sitting at your house that long exactly (laughs) exactly she brought it like um was it new year's i want to say it was new year's (laughs) we ended up drinking something else but i want to say she brought it for new year's so I did um, see a McBride sister's sangria. And I'll have okay. to make that one day. The recipe for it. So. Okay. Alrighty. You want to go ahead and move on to our current events? Of course. So, on one hand, I have mixed feelings. Um, I, too, love my rice cooker. Probably more than I've loved any, um, you know, significant other I've had in my life. What I don't love is how he was like, she's perfect. She's white. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Loving and obedient. And I was like, but um, Indonesian man decides to marry his rice cooker. um, Had a really nice dramatic signing of papers and divorced her four days later because attention for the internet. (laughs) Exactly. And um, he divorced her because he said she could only cook rice. Jokes on him. You can cook other things than rice cookers. <laughs> I just found this so funny because a Shonda, good friend of the show, who is such a good cook. As a matter of fact, she's going to come on the show later on and try to make better cooks out of us. <laughs> like cannot cook rice. Like she depends on her rice cooker. I, on the other hand, I'm just not that I have a rice cooker. I'm just not that fond of it. Like, I'm just, it's good. It's good for certain things, but I just, I prefer to just cook my rice on the stove. I'm not a fan of the rice cooker. And, but when I saw this article, I thought that's something Shonda would do. Shonda would definitely marry her rice cooker because she loves it. And like, I, I did the same thing you did when I saw the, when I read the little description, he was like, she's perfect. She's white. And I thought, well, okay. <laughs> but you know uh, hey he found love and i have not so who are i yeah i will say my mom bought us all rice cookers when we moved out of the house um i mean that's a that is a very practical moving out of the house gift it is because the thing about it is like i just don't have to think about making the rice so i can cook on other stuff mm-hmm. um poor thing sis is um the bottom of her bowl is starting to get old so i understand having to divorce your rice cooker not after four days because you haven't made that much rice also i have a um instant pot 
they will make me rice if I need to. So <laughs> I gave my Instapot away. It was virtually brand new. Like I probably used it three times. The reason I have an Instapot is because my coworker who does not cook was like, here you go. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. it. So, yeah. I mean, it's still an ordeal to cook things with the Instapot way. I made chili the other day. I looked over and it said burn. I'm like, first of all, the whole bowl is full of liquid. Why are you burning? Anyways. <laughs> but just saying that, you know, we have complicated relationships with our appliances. Maybe we don't do. marry them because it's cheaper yeah. just to keep them. Yes. <laughs> I should be like, I'm marrying my instant pot. He's black. <laughs> he has and lots strong. of options. <laughs> he fast. keeps it steamy. <laughs> he's fast. I don't have to. Three hour sex? No. Anyways. <laughs> Does Judy Baylor, Petrie Hawkins Bird, say he wasn't asked to join the new Judy Justice, Justice show? And we're not happy about this. He particularly is not happy about it. <laughs> so Judge Judy is coming to an end, but she's coming out with a new show on IMDb, which I'm like, who watches IMDb? But it's called Judy Justice. And um, she had a strict, strict? The article says strict. I don't understand. What's that word? Renoga renegotiation. That was a correct word. Where she hands over an envelope with a price, and if the answer is anything but yes, CBS shows she will leave. And so, I guess it came to an end in CBS. And so, she's creating this new show, but he wasn't even consulted about the move, and he won't be joining the new show. And so, bummer. And he reached out to Judy to inquire why, and she did not give him... Um. She informed him that she wasn't, he was not being asked to come on the project. Um, and he didn't really ask why. So, bummer. We love you, bailiff guy. And sad that you have been locked out of this next step for Judge Judy. Yeah, um, she told him that he had been priced out without even giving him the opportunity to say, I'll take a lower salary or whatever. And mm -hmm. it's just a really unfortunate situation. And that sucks. Like that is no way to treat someone who you've worked with that closely for that many years. So, right. and we all like him. We all love him. And I don't want to support the new show. I will not either. I'm listening to this book. I forgot what it's called. It's just like a, fiction story of you know black people in america there's <laughs> one point they're like you can like them you can marry them you can be friends with them don't trust white people <laughs> i mean that is literally my motto i they i there are two or three that i dearly consider mm -hmm. but i do not trust any of them any <laughs> further than i can throw them yeah. I used to say further than I can see them, but I can see you a good ways off. I can't throw you nowhere. Oh, no. I don't trust them any further than I can throw them. It's the same distance. I'm very nearsighted, so. <laughs> see you throw very, really close. <laughs> Anyways. Um, 
So, next up, North Carolina teacher resigns after telling black students they will be field slaves without the Constitution. North <sighs> <coughs> Carolina is a weird corner of the South where we're supposed to call them the South, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, they follow that weird Mason-Dixon line rule, and it's like, okay, what if? You're here, but we, no. But, um... Yeah, the students asked her, black students, to raise their hands. And then she made that comment to her, so students. Um, and honestly, I'm glad that they did the right thing. Um, as soon as they were made aware of the incident, um, the school principal administration immediately took action. But the result was a teacher resigned and the children involved being disciplined in accordance with the parent and student handbook. And I'm just like... Yeah, so apparently this school had had several incidents and... Y'all just love to, to... Like, I already... I feel like I already know what you think. I feel like I already know how you feel. And mm-hmm. y'all love to just be loud and give voice to it. Like, when you really could have just sat there and ate your food. Yeah. Pretty much. But, yeah, you're right. There were several incidents. Also, the Constitution... Also, the Constitution made slavery very, very legal. So, I don't really understand why you even said that to them. Mm. Sounds like my old history teacher who was a football coach that needed something to do during the day. I don't know why they decided that teaching me was one of that. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm just like, eh, const- anyway, so Constitution is super loosey-goosey, but also, you know, whatever. But the school in itself um, teaches 661 kids from kindergarten to eighth grade. And at least half of that body identifies as Black or African American. So they need to learn to do better. That's all. <laughs> Do better and be better. That's all we ask. So Billy Corder is calling out Vogue over Harry Styles' dress quarter cover. So nearly a year after Harry Styles made history with his 2020 Vogue cover, Billy Corder is questioning the magazine's decision. He's like, all he has to do is be white and straight. And that's pretty much the beginning and the end of it. Because um, he's the first man to appear solo on the cover of the magazine in its 127-year history. And if anybody deserves to be on anybody's fashion magazine, it's definitely good sis Billy Porter. Yeah. But. And I, he, he is so right. And I cannot for the life of me remember who else they did this to. But they did something very similar when... Young Thug did his album cover and he was in that beautiful blue dress mm-hmm. and everybody praised him because he is straight. Mm-hmm. And right around the same time, someone else who identified as gay was like in a dress or something and it, it got a different response. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if, you, if you're straight and you do it, you're bold. But when you're l- simply living in your everyday life, then it's like, and like, and like Billy Porter said, the little recognition he has gotten is because he has stomped his foot and been loud and made you pay attention to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, he said, I feel the fashion industry has accepted me because they have to. I'm not necessarily convinced that here is why. I created a conversation about non-binary fashion, and yet Vogue still put Harry Styles, a straight mm-hmm. white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. I'm not dragging Harry Styles, but he is the one you're going to try and use to represent this new conversation. He doesn't yep. care. He's just doing it because this is the thing to do. This is politics for me. This is my life. I had to fight my entire life to get to a place where I could wear a dress to the Oscars and not be gunned now. Okay. All he has to do is be white and straight. And I'm like, whew, Billy. <laughs> yep. <sighs> and he's right. Yeah. Yes. And, um, yeah, I totally, I stand with Billy. Mm-hmm. With just about everything, unless if he says the word Jeff wrong, and then I can't stand with him there. But <laughs> otherwise, I totally get it. And I totally understand. That conversation is just, it's just every time it feels like we're moving forward and then we move like 13 steps back for no mm-hmm. apparent reason. People are just willful, willfully ignorant. And yeah. today, today, actually, during a meeting, I made the decision to just throw up my hands and jet out my hip. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to engage. If if you want to be deaf, dumb, and blind, that's you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's just like... At some point, I'm like, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't. And even when it is like people be well meaning, but it's still not right, I'm just like, I don't feel like having this conversation. <laughs> like, somebody else is going to have to have it with you. I am tired <laughs> of education. Because even sometimes that well meaningness is still willful ignorance. Because yeah. at this point, like mm-hmm. at this point, okay, mm-hmm. girl. All right. All right. <laughs> Well, a very delightful dad decided that he wanted to take up for his daughter a request that she had time off for her period. And I stand dad. Yes. Because y'all don't understand. The only reason why y'all are alive is because I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. Especially during my period. I am very unaccepting of men. But this dad campaigned for period pain to be a viable reason for missing school. And I think that is very good. And he's gained over 30,000 signatures on the petition because it is like, especially those first two days, it's not like we want to like sit it out but sometimes we just gotta lay on the floor and call jesus like it's not like we're at home having a party like i have literally especially especially as a teenager Mm -hmm. like as i've gotten older of course it's gotten better but well it's actually getting worse now but (laughs) as as a teenager it was really bad like i would literally just be sitting on the toilet with a garbage can in front of me because i don't know what end it's gonna come out of who knows (laughs) It's a surprise for all. <laughs> like, not like we're not just. I've gotten really, I've gotten really angry about periods lately. Like over the last five years or so, because it's like, if it were men 
going through this. There's no way. First of all, if there were men going through this, we would not have to buy sanitary items. Yeah. Like they, the fact that they're still trying to charge us in the bathroom for the shit. Exactly. Like you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't have to buy them. That mm-hmm. they'd be a part of your insurance or you know, God forbid we would be one of those countries where every woman just automatically gets some free because um capitalism has us in a motherfucking chokehold. Um but you know, it'd be a part of your insurance. You wouldn't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. There's no way you'd have to come to work going through what we go through. Especially them first two days, if this mm-hmm. was happening to men. Yeah. Totally. So I just appreciate this man standing up for his daughter when he called, you know, to say, hey, she's not coming to school today. And they were like, oh, that's going to be an unexcused absence. And he was like, uh, why? I just applaud him. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So even so, I think right when COVID hit, uh, there was a bill that was pushed in with like the first set of relief items. And that was finally where we could pay for our sanitary supplies with our FSA or HSA card. All this time, they're like, no, fuck that. (laughs) And then I also just have a hype for the homeless because it's like, that shit is expensive. Yeah. And (laughs) And even with that, that is still a very limited number of people mm-hmm. because I work for the government. We don't get that. Mm-hmm. We have, I mean, I, I consider us to have pretty good insurance, but mm-hmm. we don't have that. Yeah. So like, just give us the shit, but yeah. no, but and then, no. yeah, especially even when it comes to like FDA laws, just, Asking the companies to say what the fuck they put in the shit that we're putting yeah. in our yeah. bodies. They're like, literally, nah, no biggie. <laughs> literally in our bodies. <laughs> Stuffing it in our bodies. Right. And they're like, ah, oh, no biggie. You don't need to know that. And you don't like, need what to know. The fuck? I you hate know. this place. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to figure out who else is well, accepting of. Unmarried black women. <laughs> well, let me live my life. But, anyways, so lastly, we're going to talk about our Florida man. Florida man. Florida man was seen driving his lawnmower to 7 Eleven, and they say, do not attempt. And I'm like, again, I'm from Mississippi, so I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, he took his lawnmower, and then it's like, Yo, low key, like John Deere is a flex. Like, you got a car, I got a John Deere. <laughs> because when I saw this, I was like, "This isn't news." Right. People, tr- people drive their lawnmowers to the corner store all the time. What are right, you talking like, I'm about? Just very confused. <laughs> at, at why? What's the problem? And his looked nice. <laughs> I mean, I've listen. I've seen some <laughs> yeah. that were barely moving. His yeah, look nice. He does it often for fun. And I'm like, I get it. Like, yeah. But apparently, apparently, driving a lawnmower on public roads is illegal because you don't have um, a license plate 
like turn signals. No, the other day I was driving behind his car and I think his turn signals weren't working. So he was doing the hand signals. I'm like, <laughs> look at me remembering stuff from driving school. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, he's turning left. <laughs> but also they said a lawnmower is going to only go up to five miles per hour. Not exactly keeping up with the traffic flow. But again, it was Florida. I didn't expect for crazy traffic to be happening where he was, but here it is. Mm. Florida man, we salute you. We don't see anything wrong with this decision, Florida man. Stay off the highway. Stay off the highway. Stay off the freeway. Long as you just going to the corner store from your house. He's working hard, cutting his grass, and then he just wanted a little bit of Gatorade or lemonade. Like, I I don't see the problem. He want a cold beer. (laughs) (laughs) As my dad used to tell me after he would get finished, like, doing yard work, the coldest you can find. (laughs) (laughs) There are certain beers where I'm like, yes, I need it to be, like, very cold. My dad loves Heineken, so I, I he's he's very specific on what beer, what type of beer he wants, but he wants the coldest you can find. Get it from the back. <laughs> I didn't like Heineken in America, and I was in Amsterdam. I was like, okay, let me go to a Heineken um, factory. Get the real Maybe deal. I like it. Still don't like it. Oh, damn. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I want. I like a lot of complexity in my beer flavors. And I'm like, this tastes like water. I could just drink water. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't like it either, but I don't think it tastes like water. <laughs> it's just, it's not like, it doesn't taste like straight water. It's just, there's not complexity in it at all. And if I'm going to go for a very simple beer, it's going to be good since Corona with the lime in it. Alrighty. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a break real quick and we'll be right back. All right. And we are back and it's time to move right along to our someone something. Someone something. Okay, so... This week, we're going to talk about winter vagina. Yes, you heard that correct. <laughs> um, I just want y'all to know the article is called, okay, so what the fuck is winter vagina? And that's how I feel. Like, I feel like we're right there. <laughs> <laughs> so what I didn't in know the I world? To, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, last thing. I didn't know I had to weatherproof my vagina. I just didn't know. I'm 33 and I didn't know. <laughs> listen a friend mentioned weatherproofing or winterizing re- rather my home and my car and i was like winterizing <laughs> you're so cute <laughs> i get my oil changed that's it <laughs> i'm gonna apparently do we have to winterize our vaginas it's okay <laughs> apparently <laughs> so basically since cold weather can lead to Lower humidity, brisk winds, and less moisture, it's no secret that all of this can cause our skin to dry out. That is no shocker, right? Right. Okay, but so wouldn't it make sense that if, say, the lips on our face can feel extra chapped during the fall and winter season, 
that our lips down below would as well, especially since when it's colder outside, we tend to rely on central heat, which can totally zap the moisture that is in the air out from whatever room we're in. Ladies and gents, I give you winter vagina. <laughs> now, the reason why this is so important to keep in mind is because oftentimes, whenever the topic of vagina, I'm sorry, vaginal dryness comes up, it's usually centered around there being a drop in our system's estrogen levels or some kind of medical condition. And since a dry vagina can lead to vaginal infections, and definitely uncomfortable sex, it's important that each of us are proactive about keeping our vagina naturally lubricated as much as possible, especially around this time. So now we're going to look at five things that we can do to prevent her from experiencing winter vagina. So my first question is, is it when in doubt, rub one out? No. Okay. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> number one eat some phytoestrogens the reason why is because even a balance of estrogen can help to keep your vagina moist some of those foods include dried fruits sesame seeds peaches wheat bran cruciferous vegetables like cauliflower and broccoli peaches and alfalfa sprouts number two Moisturize with EVOO. If your inner or outer lips feel drier than you would like, something that can bring them instant relief is extra virgin olive oil. The fatty acids and antioxidants in it are great when it comes to deeply moisturizing your skin, repairing damaged skin tissue, and providing antibacterial benefits too. This reminds me of the movie Baby Mama. Have you seen that with Tina Fey and mm -hmm. Amy Poehler? Mm -hmm. And when they're in the birthing class and the the teacher is telling her, you know, to kind of help get you ready for birthing, you're going to rub the area with a little EVOO. <laughs> and then Amy Poehler's like, can I just spray some Pam down there? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you are going to go that route, Please make sure that this is not the type of lubricant you're using when it comes to engaging in penetrative sex if you're going to use a condom because oils tend to dissolve prophylactics, which is definitely not what you want to happen if you are trying to prevent a potential STD or an unplanned pregnancy. Yeah, social distancing. But um, <laughs> funny enough, my aunt, when my sister had one of her kids, was like, you know, when babies like start to lose their hair and get real ashy, because mm -hmm. I use extra virgin olive oil, mm -hmm. put it on the baby. And I'm like, this baby smells like a stir fry. I don't know. Uh -huh. So <laughs> Listen. moisturizing my vagina with EVOO is like, I'm going to smell like a stir fry. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have used I have used a little EVOO in a pinch to take my makeup off. I I will use it before I will coconut oil. Avoid putting coconut oil on your face at all cost. Okay. Um Number 3, use a lubricant during sex. Now, if you want to use some lube, make sure you go with one that is silicone or water-based instead. Silicone has amazing slip 
while water-based is good for your sex toys. Either way, it's probably the best way to combat winter vagina as far as sex is concerned. So make sure to have at least a couple of tubes lying around somewhere. So when I was an undergrad, one of my friends was like, you should try using lube, you know, with whatever guy, whatever. And you know how, well, I was like, I don't need no lube. I, be, mm-hmm. I, I, I got this. She wet wet. She don't need no lube. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and my friend was like, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, get some lube. You're going to be slipping and sliding and it's going to be fun. And let me tell you, <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> it's I... not about needing it. It makes, it, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <coughs> I cannot remember the one, but I'm just like, there's one that's a stronghold on our community because they kept giving it to us for free. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Aqua something. I don't remember. Anyways, let's go ahead. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Number four. <sighs> DIY vaginal wash. You know something else that can dry out your vagina? Perfumed soaps, gels, or body washes. Not only that, but they are also prone to throw off your vagina's pH balance. This is why it's best to use water only. Let me repeat that again. (laughs) This is why it's best to use water only. One more time for the ladies in the back. This is why it's best to use water only. Now... (laughs) If you don't want to use just water, use something that is all natural, or you can even make your own wash. Y'all, in the words of many a doctor, my own cousin who's an OBGYN says this all the time, it is a self-cleaning oven. Please do not put soaps and detergents in it. (laughs) Water. That's all you need in there. Um, But the article does have links for some recipes if you want to make your own DIY uh, vag wash but um water so <laughs> number five yeah i actually have honey pot but the like push down thingy is not working so we'll go back to water <laughs> number five sleep naked with the humidifier on now the author states something that i've been telling anyone who will listen is they should definitely invest in a new humidifier. And I completely agree with her. Mm -hmm. Since it's officially cold flu COVID season, none of those viruses like higher humidity environments. Sleeping with one on can help to prevent you from getting sick. It also can help to keep your skin really moist, including your vagina, especially if you sleep naked. It's something that can effectively help to fend off a winter vagina all fall and winter season long. Listen, a humidifier will help a lot. Like I, people always told me, oh, sleep with a humidifier, humidifier. I never bought into it. And then of course, you know, I went through a period where I was a part-time mom. And so um, my niece was a baby and you know, you can't really give babies real medicine. She was super stuffy, so I bought a humidifier for her, mm-hmm. and we both started getting the best sleep of our lives. <laughs> so those are just some tips to winterize and prevent 
uh, yourself from getting a winter vagina. Doyen, do you have anything you want to add? Um, no, I will say, I know this is not vagina related, but steam masks are really great for all of our seasonal allergies. It seems to be every season. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm afraid to let James listen to this because then he's he wants to put the humidifier on all the time, and I'm like, do we really need it every single time? But yes, I did do. feel better <laughs> yesterday because I've been dealing with allergies, and I'm telling humidifier you, humidifier has fixed my life. So, um, yes, the steam it's really good for your allergies and sinuses. Mm-hmm. It is much better for that than it is for sticking your face down in one of those things. I okay. like my steam mask. I don't like the the a water border that you mentioned. Before. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so we're gonna move on. And um, no, yeah, it is good for that. Um, but you know, people buy those for their face for mm-hmm. their skin mm-hmm. and they're actually really pretty dangerous for your face but they're wonderful for allergy sinuses and if you don't have one or you know budget's tight or whatever make you a steam like close your bathroom off close your shower curtain run that water really really hot and then just kind of get in there and yeah stick uh, your face behind there and get it all up then yeah. truth be told my mom would just have boil some water Put a yes. towel or a heavy blanket Put a towel. over my head. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I was like, I hate this. Come on, mama. Come on, mama. She knew but best. I, I'm a lot better than taking medicine. Claritin makes me sleepy. I don't care if they call it non-drowsy. Doesn't matter. I fall asleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so me and allergy medicine are really hit a mess right now. But putting yeah. this face steam mask is healing yeah. my body. And we're Good. getting a lot better. So. So you didn't like the, uh, whatchamacallit all? The water border? No, I don't like that. <laughs> Guantanamo Bay? No, I don't you like were, it. You were trying to breathe. Don't breathe. I mean, you can breathe, but breathe out of your mouth. Girl, don't it swallow. was all in my throat. Like, I don't Because you were swallowing. Don't swallow. I, sometimes I swallow. <laughs> See? Spit, don't swallow. <laughs> all right, guys. And now it is time for this week's Poor Life Decision. All right, so this week we're going to talk about radical acceptance. I'm trying to find a safe place to land my iPad. I will say this whole adding radical to it just scared me (laughs) in general. I was like, oh, I will accept if I have to, but radical? Get scared. <laughs> Radical. <laughs> that sounds like vacation Bible school. <laughs> it's time to get radical for Jesus. Okay. All right. So this week's poor life decision is all around radical acceptance in a time of uncertainty. In this time of uncertainty, it is both understandable and valid to feel anxious. Of course you are anxious. We have never lived through something like COVID-19 and the amount of information and misinformation is overwhelming to say the least. While what we are dealing with is unprecedented, 
There is a skill from dialectical behavior therapy, DBT, that can help us get through this difficult time. Now, DBT is a form of therapy that is based in two seemingly opposite things existing at one time. And if you know me, you know one of my favorite things is two things can be true at once. And that is why I love this form of therapy because I've always felt like a walking contradiction. And yeah, so this form of therapy really kind of works from the basis of you're doing the best you can, but you can do better. I like that. So, right, right. <laughs> See, doesn't it doesn't it sound gentle? Yeah. I literally, <laughs> this weekend at brunch, I was like, hey, y'all. I was like, you, because it was two different people. I was like, you feel this way. You feel this way. Two things can be true at the same time. That's right. I was like, oh, look at me talking about Chris. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> So what is radical acceptance? Radical acceptance is a distress tolerance skill that is designed to keep pain from turning into suffering. While pain is a part of life, radical acceptance allows us to keep that pain from becoming suffering by accepting the facts of reality without responding by throwing a tantrum or with willful negligence. In other words, it's truly adapting the it is what it is. I would say an additional negligence is willful sabotage, which is where I like to be. I like to sabotage myself. So. Right. Yeah, all of that is a part of it. For sure. So a moment of full disclosure, part of uh, the reason why I started researching this is because I have pretty much been in a state of grieving since 2019 mm -hmm. and a huge part of why I haven't moved forward is because a lot of it is just not accepting it a lot of it and I'm stuck mm -hmm. and you know well, we'll hit upon some of the, uh, this this very next statement will really, will really be me. Um, but I really wanted to work for, work on moving forward and coming out of this so you can live a full and productive life. Mm -hmm. And it's like they said, and like I said, initially with this type of therapy, yeah, I'm doing the best I can, but I could be doing better. Mm -hmm. This does not mean that we roll over and become helpless. Rather, we acknowledge that denying the facts of reality will not change the facts, mm -hmm. but keeps us stuck in thoughts such as, this is unfair, why me, why now? And that is where I am. Mm -hmm. That is where I've been. This is unfair. He was the nicest guy. This was the last thing she wanted. Why are we having to deal with this? That is where I am. And being in that place does you no good. It does you no good. You mm -hmm. can't change it. So it does you no good. So I really wanted to figure out, okay, girl, what 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 do we do now? Yeah. I will say um, this past week was five years uh, since I lost my dad. Mm -hmm. And so 
it, for the most part, I feel like me losing my dad was the healthiest thing I ever did because I continue to like allow myself to feel what I feel. Though sometimes what I feel is guilt because I'm like, I went a day and didn't think about him. And I'm like, he would not have wanted me to think about him at this point. He wants me to continue pushing forward and figuring mm-hmm. out my life. And so, I mean, there are sometimes these dark voices within us that is like, oh, but you're not crying every day. And I'm like, he wouldn't have wanted me to cry every day. At the same right. time, I don't, when people first lose their people, I don't expect them to be in that place. But within time, it, again, it's kind of radical acceptance. It's accepting that, like, where I am in my grief journey today, mm-hmm. it's going to change. Like, it is never going to be the same time. So on his fifth and it's not linear yeah the fifth (laughs) anniversary i didn't want to post on social media because i didn't want to hear people's condolences so i text a couple of my friends i was like hey i just want to talk about my dad i don't Mm -hmm. want people to feel sorry for me i want to Mm -hmm. live his memory Mm -hmm. here's a picture of us and it was a picture of both Mm -hmm. of us in my graduation and i don't know who was taking a picture but neither of us were looking at the camera and i'm like This is my dad. This is me. This is the, this is like the true depiction. <laughs> yeah, like this is us. I don't know what's wrong with either of us, but this is it. And so, like, I was happy to be able to be like, okay, this is it. Please don't give me any condolences. And this is why I didn't put it on social media because I was like, this is it. This is us, and I want to be able to talk to about him regularly and share yeah. my memories around him without yeah. receiving that yeah you know sympathy yeah. so yeah that's all because that's my last speech about this <laughs> <laughs> well because our our friends our loved ones they don't want us to mourn them forever mm-hmm. but they do want us to remember them and they do want us to cherish yeah. the times that we had so it's finding that balance, you know, because it's hard. Yeah, it is um, a big rage. Like, it's just like a big rage. Like, people will be like, um, I think about my parent every day, and it's been 17 years. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sometimes I wake up, and I just got a lot of shit to think about. And I may not think yeah. about my dad. But at the same time, I love him. I love who he has made me as a human. And yeah. so, like, just understanding there's a range with everything that we're dealing yeah. with. And so, yeah. COVID is ridiculous. Like, I feel like as my generation, we have dealt with a lot of bullshit that we didn't expect to deal with <laughs> in a lifetime. Like, I don't understand. Like, we, we dealt with 9-11. We dealt with the recession. Now we're dealing with the pandemic that's killing everybody like i don't understand i don't understand how to even get through this so i'm just saying have grace it's like we went in a time warp (laughs) it's it's like we went back (laughs) this is why i'm like everybody who i blame everybody who had a great gatsby party because i was like you know the 20s fucking sucked and you did it again (laughs) that's exactly what happened (laughs) so Radical acceptance, it's not approval. It's not It's not approval, but rather it is completely and totally accepting with your mind, body, and spirit mm-hmm. that we cannot currently change the present facts. 
even if we do not like them. Mm -hmm. By choosing to radically accept the things that are out of our control, (laughs) one of my biggest issues. (laughs) So thanks a lot. We prevent ourselves from becoming stuck in unhappiness, bitterness, anger, and sadness. And we can stop suffering. And that's a huge part of it is even recognizing when you're stuck Mm -hmm. because sadness doesn't look like sad. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always look like sad. Bitterness doesn't always look like bitter. It it doesn't always look like what you think it looks like. I am in a general, I'm, I'm generally in like a pretty good mood. I mean, Mm-hmm. No, I wake up moody every day, but that's <laughs> but that's normal. <laughs> but, but I'm like generally in a decent mood every day. Like I I walk into work like the, <laughs> the receptionist at the front of the office. Like we literally look at each other and just bust out laughing every morning. Like I just it's a thing. It's a thing. Like I'm not I'm not, oh, I'm not Eeyore. I don't walk around with a gray cloud over my head. Yeah. But also, I mean, the literal change of wind outside will make me break down. Yeah. I will say that uh, sometimes in mindfulness, you're like, you had this thought, release it. It's not as easy Mm -hmm. to release and so I love this train of thought of knowing that, like, hey, I think this this sucks, but it is what it is, you know. Right. Um, right. I I generally think I'm an Eeyore and Tigger at the same time, which is a very weird place to be because I'm like I'm really happy and hyper, but I'm also really just sad and pessimistic. And so putting it all together is really funny. But again, it's one of those things where like it's it is what it is. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what though? Okay, I think someone from the outside looking in, because pre really knowing you, just kind of interacting with you on tw- on Twitter, I would have been like, no, that's not true. But that's kind of true. Um, I think most of the time you're like Tigger, but. I can see, especially like because you're so concerned about others, about things that are going on in China, like because, you know, because you're just so concerned about things going on in the world and you have all that. And that's heavy. Like it's heavy to carry all those concerns around. So I can see that. Yeah. I listen. I think that you are another good candidate for DBT because, hey. <laughs> Two and things can be true. Be, yes. I, I'm I telling think you. <laughs> several things can be true at once. That's right. And, That's right. Yeah. So totally get that. <laughs> so we're going to um, look at 10 steps to practicing radical acceptance. And um, these 10 steps are developed by Marsha Lenhan, I guess is how to pronounce her name. I'm sorry, Marsha, if I'm mispronouncing your last name. Um and some of them are hard. <laughs> so, number one, first of all, it's being aware. Observe that you are questioning or that you're fighting reality. Are you steady saying, why did this happen? Are you steady saying, it shouldn't be this way? So, the first thing is recognizing that you're doing it. Yeah. And I think there, I will say, 
observe without judgment. Just be like, again, it is what it is. I, again. I'm not accepting this fact. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be a lot mm-hmm. better off. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to remind everyone to the basis of DBT therapy. You're doing the best you can, but you can do better. Mm-hmm. Number two, remind yourself that the unpleasant reality is just as it is and cannot be changed. This is what happened. And that's, you have to look at things as facts and take mm-hmm. feeling out. These are the facts. This is what happened. And that's difficult to do, but it is. Remind yourself that there are causes for the reality. This is how things happen. That is not easy either. Practice accepting with your whole self, mind, body, and spirit. Use accepting, self-talk, relaxation techniques, mindfulness, and or imagery. Again, we consistently come back to mindfulness over and over and over again because it's super important number five and Dorian just jump in whenever you know you want to (laughs) number five list all of the behaviors you would engage in if you did accept the facts and then engage in those behaviors as if you have already accepted the facts i.e. fake it until you make it and this is actually what prompted me to say something is wrong i need to i i need to be doing more with moving forward and i need to be working on something because i would be taking better care of myself i would be living life because that's not really what i'm doing right now i would be uh i would be i would be doing more things with my nieces like i would be engaging with people more But that's not what I'm doing because any spare moment that I have, I want to spend that time in a cocoon. (laughs) (laughs) So, because that's a safe place. Yeah. And so that was really what prompted me because that's not, listen, I love being alone. (laughs) Anybody that knows me knows I love being alone. My social meter is very fragile, but... That's not to say that I don't like hanging out with people. And I don't like being around people. Yeah. So, yeah, that was actually what prompted me to say, mm, you're not doing as well as you think you are with this. Yeah. Two things. I will say I love asking people, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many. It really breaks apart those limiting beliefs because we, we all have really dope, amazing shit within us. Same thing with especially COVID. I used to be a very social person. I used to go out, hang out with my friends. Sometimes I would just go to a sports bar and watch a football game. And so right now I have had a lot of things where I'm like, okay, I need to be at home. And I'm like, are you just afraid? (laughs) Is this why you're not doing these things? Like you could still do it relatively safely but like i think especially hopefully as we progress within this covid stuff i know this summer i was really afraid once we were like oh everything outside is back open i was like i'm not ready for outside to be back open 
Yeah. I don't know if I want to go to everything. So it's still something where I'll have to balance, especially once we are truly on the other side of this pandemic is like, am I saying no because I'm afraid or because I don't want to? And I I haven't had to deal with that before COVID where, you know, I'll be like, okay, well, um, the crowds need to see me. I got to go. <laughs> so try to figure out like. The streets need me. Right. Like <laughs> try to figure out what are my parameters within accepting the event <clears throat> and knowing that it's okay and it's safe for me to be at that event. Yeah. That's a whole nother story that we'll deal with in 2025 when <laughs> outside is open again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, number six, imagine in your mind's eye, believing what you do not want to accept and rehearse in your mind what you would do if you accepted what seems unacceptable. I don't really honestly know what that looks like or what that would feel like. And I'm going to avoid it because I'm good at avoidance. Um, well, no, I mean, like any other step, it's important, but it's just one that I would come back to later. <laughs> yeah, but truthfully, especially with people with anxiety, this is visualization. And just knowing that, yeah. like, if we didn't think about what everything that could be wrong is about, this yeah. is a dope thing. It's super hard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's super hard. I know. But at the same time, I think it was the best to be able to believe that good things are going to happen to us. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, and because it was one that I was so, like, like, I don't even know what healthy me, what this looks like Mm -hmm. for healthy me, because it was so out there for me, Mm -hmm. I knew that was one that, like, this is one I should really focus on. And, like, little steps I have is, like, if I see something that is affirming, I put it on a um, sticky note and I put it around my monitor. Yeah. And so I can read it. I'm not always so I believe it, but I feel like the longer that that I present it to myself as truth, um, maybe you'll you'll figure yourself out. That's right. I'm still a very cautiously optimistic is the word that I say that I am most days. But at the same time, like, (laughs) What would happen if I was aggressively optimistic? How far would I go? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Number seven, attend to body sensations as you think about what you need to accept. Um, Again, that one ties in with number six for me mm-hmm. that I just don't, I can't even conceptualize what that what that looks like or feels like for a healthy me. Mm-hmm. So that lets me know that that's one that I should really focus on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number eight, allow disappointment, sadness, or grief to arise within you. I have mastered that one. <laughs> <laughs> I try to, I don't know, to some extent, like I said with my dad, I let myself feel things mm-hmm. outside of that. I sweep everything under the rug. And so also I think where my body sensations lie when it comes to tension in my back, in my hips, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and my yogi is like 
our hips don't lie like whatever tension and Mm -hmm. issues you have in your hips I'm like oh cool that's why I can't do anything when it comes to (laughs) these hip relaxer movements you know and so it's like we do hold a lot in my shoulders too we hold a lot of shit within our physical Uh, not realizing we thought it was just in our emotional but our physical was also fucked I am really good with allowing myself to feel my feelings, except for when it comes to romantic relationships. That's the only time where I'm like, mm, no, nothing's here to see. Move along. Okay, my dear, sweet Aquarius friend. Exactly. Um, and number nine, acknowledge that life can be worth living even when there's pain. Mm-hmm. That is a tough one. Mm-hmm. No, and finally, number 10, do a pros and cons if you find yourself resisting practicing acceptance. And I th- I actually think that that is pretty easy to do mm-hmm. for me um, because the con is pretty much I don't want to do it. And this is comfortable and I don't like being uncomfortable. But the pros would be that I would live a full life and that is what I want to do like you know we always say I want to get the old me back and Mm -hmm. I don't even really want to get the old me back I want to move on to the new and exciting me I want to move on to the next chapter me and so that pro outweighs any con yeah and Chris and I we love lists and so (laughs) um, it's very key for us to make these lists and really like put it in our face like the con is you know Mm -hmm. I'm not going to move I'm not going to progress and I am right. just 33. I want to regress for the rest of my life. I don't want to be stuck. And so right. the con is I'll be stuck. And I'll be okay. stuck with very negative behaviors that are not going to help me to continue. And so that's your con. You can literally just write it down because that's, <laughs> that's what it is every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> So, guys, I really implore you to uh, check out this article. There is um, a little three-minute YouTube clip embedded in the article. Mm -hmm. And the uh, therapist there talks a little bit more about DBT therapy and understanding radical acceptance. And how important it is to moving forward. And I think we can all get a lot out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the lies we tell ourselves, today I told myself I needed a new notebook. Now, I got 15 new notebooks because I love a notebook. I told myself today I needed a a new notebook. I was like, I can be better organized if I have another notebook. That's where I am with planners right now because, you know, the new year is coming. I said, like, hey, here's a new planner. I've already started shopping for my new, but, you know, I buy kind of, pricey planners so i start shopping ahead of time so i can figure out what my next planner is going to be so i've already started shopping nothing is going to make me i think notebooks are helpful because i've decided i'm adhd and i need to write things down but at the same time i also know that i do chase shiny things and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh we try this planner and this planner and this planner and none of it works i just had to stick to something (laughs) which is gross and i don't like it but um, <laughs> but overall, radical acceptance is really helpful. I think especially yeah. since 
the end of 2019, we have been in a holding pattern. We mm-hmm. have been trying to just make it the best way we know how with a lot of changes. I don't know about you, but I've gained like 30 pounds. And so all my weight loss is net zero. <laughs> and so that's one, just a many changes in my life. And it's like, yeah. it is hard. Like it is. Yeah. I'm trying not to cry, but it's just like, it's really, really hard. Like we're just trying to figure out the best way around things. And like I said, yeah. we've already had so many hard things happen within our lifetime. And so, yeah. and this one, it continues to change. The, yeah. the guidance to exist continues to change. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, and it's that, that same adage that I give you all the time, everybody remember to be gentle with yourself um, and be kind to yourself, but also understand that being kind to yourself means prodding yourself along when you need to. So me allowing myself to wallow in something is not being kind to me. That's, that's not, that is not loving me. Being kind to me is giving me the space I need to do what I need to do, but then also tapping myself on the shoulder and saying, okay, let's, let's see how we can come out of this and how we can grow and do and be. Yeah. And being kind and not enabling. So I'm going to let right. Chris swallow for X amount of time and be like, okay, cool. Let me go do this. And so for myself, I also should allow myself to wallow for X amount of time and then be like, girl, when are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> so like, Sometimes it's easier to be better to people outside of us than ourselves. Always. So please remember that when it comes to being good to yourself. That's like my favorite guy on TikTok, the white guy. He's got that really nice hair. Beautiful hair. And he's and he's like so kind to the other one. And then he's like so hard on himself. Yeah. I totally I absolutely know who you're talking about. Yes. Yes. But yes, so it is sometimes we are so good at being nice to our our friends and not nice to ourselves. But be nice to yourself. Same way you would be to your friends. That's right. All right, Doyen, tell people how they can get in contact with us. You can get in contact with us very gently. Because... Oh, wait. Is that, is that what comes next? No. No. <laughs> it's our favorite <laughs> part of the pod. To buy you a dream. <laughs> well, as you can see, we've been drinking all show long. <laughs> I had two to three old fashions. To say, um, so we are poor life decision, and we're gonna buy each other buy drinks for people. <laughs> okay, I am buying a drink for my mommy. mommy. It is her birthday this weekend, and so um, we're going to have plans i guess <laughs> it's your birthday um <sighs> you know um as I, I talk about my granny so much on here and I, I i think everybody knows like i have a really special and close relationship with her and i've probably mentioned a time or two that i'm not the closest with my mom but i do want to work on that 
And as I get older, I do try to work towards um, giving her her own like celebrations. So like we've always made Mother's Day all about granny. So within the last couple of years, I've started I've let my mom choose either we can do the weekend before Mother's Day or the weekend after Mother's Day. And then you and I will have our own, you know, our own Mother's Day celebration. So I'm just trying to like foster a better relationship and a closer relationship with her. So I'm really looking forward to having some fun with my mommy this weekend. Um, I hope she don't ask about this watermelon sangria because it ain't going to make it to your Saturday. <laughs> it ain't going to make it. I would like to buy a drink for my good friend, Crystal. Um, once I moved here, I <laughs> and so she'd been trying to get me to do the spin class all this time. And like, bitch, I don't think I like spin, but it's weird. I'm so I scared. Do. I don't understand. I don't like it. I'm scared of to hurt my booty. So the first time, yes. Well, for the most part, I stayed out of the seat because I was like, it sucks. It hurts. But the second time I got to the class, I was like, <laughs> I, I got this weird runner's high, which I don't understand because I've never been excited about exercise. But um, somehow I am a spin girl and I didn't know. I didn't oh, know wow. I expect it. But um, thank you. Crystal for inviting me to spin class. I'm going to be Yay! there this Sunday and the Sunday after that because it's just A, it's like black music and like she she played Grown Woman and I was like <laughs> like no. <laughs> that is one of my like, faves. That's all you needed. You just gave me Beyonce. Okay, fine. But yeah, so Buying a drink for Crystal because she put me on. I didn't know I was going to be a spin girl, but I am a spin girl. It's weird. (laughs) I have, I've always wanted to really try it out. I've, I've been on a bike a few times, Mm -hmm. like at the gym, um, because like my machines, all of my machines, my backup machines were full Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of work. But the one thing I do like about the bike or what I like, what I think I like about spin classes is that. I can kind of pace myself, especially if I'm not in the front. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it seems like I wouldn't really get overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I've just always been concerned about the the seat hurting my booty. <laughs> yeah. I like I said, for the most part, the second class. I mean, I did sit sometimes when I was really tired, but at the same yeah. time, for the most part, they I think they make the seat so uncomfortable that you're not gonna want to be in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's but, probably it <laughs> yeah and then the classroom is dark so i'm like i could just die in the background nobody can see <laughs> nobody but, will know <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so, thank you crystal for making me a hey. spin girl but <laughs> hey all right doya now tell the people how they can talk to us <laughs> they can still talk to us very carefully because we forget a lot of stuff and we're just, you know we're just trying our best Please radically accept us. But anyway, <laughs> so we're on Instagram as Poor Life Decision. One decision because they're trying to change it one at a time. Sometimes we do have to double back, you know, flip that shit and reverse it. But we are trying to change them one at a time. It's also the day of our Etsy shop, Poor Life Decision, one where you can find the cool, cool stuff we have in there. 
Um, also, we are on the Twitter as PLD Pod. Apparently, Chris likes to watch shows that people like, so she'll probably be tweeting. We'll definitely be tweeting um, Insecure and putting our thoughts out there. <laughs> We're really excited um, about it. I think this week's episode of American Horror Story is the finale, the season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means uh, Killing Eve and Insecure are coming up next. Hey. Excited. <laughs> Can't wait. Cannot wait. Otherwise, um, we just want to give you some really... Um, quick tips. I've been taking, I had like some gel vitamin D and I was like, honestly, I should probably take more than one. So I'm taking two a day because it's getting dark. (laughs) You know what's crazy? So honest to goodness, like I'm not making this up. I have never really heard of people talking about taking vitamin D until you started saying it. Mm -hmm. Now it is all over my phone. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just talking about how much better they feel because they're taking vitamin D. Yes. Seasonal and like energy. Disorder. But yes, also energy. Too. So I'm going to, I'm going to get some. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I usually, I like to take, it's called vitamin B stress complex. Mm-hmm. You got to get that stress complex. <laughs> it gives you a perfect little burst of energy. Like it's not a crashing type deal, but it's like, mm-hmm. I like that. It's by nature's own. I think I might get that. Um, uh, take that out because they're not paying us for advertising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell your brain to forget I said that. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, but I'm gonna try the vitamin D as well. Yeah, I think lately I got their vitamin D and like gel pills, and like I said, I take two because I'm like I probably need more. Whatever. So yeah. that is helping. I'm also taking probiotics because you know. Our gut is also very directly tied to our happiness for some reason. <laughs> so, taking all really of the supplements. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Um, as always, we want to remind you to check out that Etsy shop. All right, now you gonna let you gonna let the Christmas rush get in, mm-hmm. and also, listen, shipping is a hassle right now for a lot of people. Not for us. Come on and get in contact. Order mm-hmm. your little stocking stuffers. Mm-hmm. You know that auntie. You know the auntie who needs that might contain alcohol mug. You know which one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I know you all listen to us on a myriad of platforms, but please head over to Apple Podcast and rate us five stars. The others do not work. And leave us a glowing review. That is the best way to help us to help us be seen. If you um, do happen to be a spot Spotify girl, I am dropping mm-hmm. random questions on Spotify. So if you do listen, feel free to answer to our questions. It will definitely help us make your podcast more you focused and not oh, just yay. a crazy ass show you, but like you as a <laughs> podcast listener. Yeah, I gotta watch that too. Um, so yeah, so um. Other than that, I just, as always, implore you to wear your sunscreen. Drink your water. I was slacking on water a little bit a couple of days, but I'm back on my water now. It's all good. Stay hydrated so you don't have a winter vag. Right. 
that's all I have. <laughs> all right, anyway. Bye, y'all. We, we love y'all. Bye. Wrapping my legs from the back of his neck and my feet by the name on a jersey. Got me a condo in Jersey. He wanted a lease, but I made him purchase. Uh, Scrub the ground for them bands I want in nine.